0: we're here we're ready to do
1: this what up pimps what up everybody what up what up chris how you doing david i am peachy keen peachy keen all right had a pretty okay day at school except for my computer science in which i totally screwed up a line of code and then mr foley i tried to run the program the way that you taught us and it's not compiling Uh uh-oh
0: yeah Someone someone messed up.
1: I, and I, I said to the first couple kids, well, there, you must have made a mistake. <laughs> and then some of my better coders, Mr. Foley, our program is a compiling. <laughs> well, well sure. I may have <laughs> made an error. Made I'm an not error. saying for sure, but maybe. Maybe. But
0: maybe. Well, uh, let's get into what we've been playing and watching. I uh, haven't played a whole lot. Apex Legends, a dude. Lot. Apex yeah. Legends. Yeah, let's dude. talk about Apex Legends. That seems to be taking the world by storm.
1: It's it is for real the best battle royale I've played. Yeah. I am having an absolute blast. I think the characters are fun. I think the world is fun. I think the idea of not having tiered weapons, but rather having tiered attachments is cool. I like I like everything about it. Really. Yeah, that's
0: cool. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, something I didn't really remember. Yeah, the whole tiered uh, equipment and also like the the shield healers and stuff like yeah. that is all done pretty well. Yeah, I mean they make pretty much all the necessary improvements on the genre. The all way for that the better.
1: I know that I know that a lot of people because it's made from the same dudes who made Titanfall 2, But it for real feels so much like Borderlands to me. I have no idea why.
0: I never played Borderlands actually.
1: What you never played the Borderlands mm-hmm. series at all?
0: No, no. Oh, that blows my mind. Did. No, I don't know why. I, I the the art design didn't appeal to me at the time. Um, oh, yeah, man. I never, never oh, man. played Border,
1: it. Borderlands 2 Used to itch that Destiny scratch in the back of my brain to get better gear at all times.
0: Is it like an RPG kind of?
1: Sort of. It's it to be real. It's, it was like Destiny before Destiny. Is a, really? without the PVP elements. It was okay. it was one where you would often just grind and grind and grind, to get a better weapon, and then grind and grind and grind to get a better weapon. Mm-hmm. And I I for real loved that game. I Probably. know a lot of people
0: did. I mean, it's very yeah. widely liked. Uh, both games, right? Borderlands yes. One and yes. Two.
1: I I prefer Borderlands Two but I think a lot of people like Borderlands one as well.
0: Yeah, So yeah, Apex Legends, that's free-to-play from Respawn and EA. Um,
1: I find it a little weird that EA is dropping this game so soon well, I think before it Anthem. Was, it's because Respawn has pretty much solo rights to the game. They are in sole control of the way the microtransactions are done. They're in sole control of release states. They're in sole control of pretty much everything. EA is just the company that owns them. And they did that same thing for Titanfall and Titanfall 2.
0: Yeah, except Titanfall 2 bombed because of when it dropped right in between Call of Duty and uh, Battlefield. Yeah. It, it competed with itself. Yeah, but to be honest, Battle,
1: Battlefield 2 right now is seeing a little bit of a resurgence because of the success of Apex Legends. Battlefield? Oh, Battlefield oh, 5? Oh, uh, not Battlefield 5. Um, or, oh, what did I say? Titanfall. Uh, Titanfall. Oh, Titanfall, Titanfall 2? 2. Yeah, nice, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a game I wish I would have got into at the time because I heard it was one of the best first person shooters. And I just kind of missed it.
1: I didn't play and,
0: it. Yeah. I it's pretty it. cheap right now, but that's cool that the player base is kind of coming back. But yeah, yeah. Th- this game takes place in the same universe from yes. what I've heard. So you just don't have the big mechs. But... Still
1: cool. I still think it's a badass game.
0: Yeah, everybody's loving, loving it. Um, I
1: watched uh, Mr. Robot Season 3. So Becca, Becca and I started Season 1 and then she fell asleep. You guys got to get back into well, it. Well, I, I want to. We, we actually spoke on the phone earlier, and she yeah. said, all these guys at work are just making fun of me because I haven't seen Always Sunny. Okay, but last week that was about Mr. Robot. So I don't <laughs> want to keep doing this thing where somebody else pressures you, you watch half an episode of something, yeah. and then you fall asleep, and then we don't watch it again.
0: Got to commit.
1: I, I agree. Trust me. Gotta. I agree.
0: Got to commit. Yeah, uh, season three. Holy shit. So I was a huge fan of season one. It just blew me away. A couple of huge twists in that season that kind of pulled me into the series. I was like, all right, I'm on board. Let's go. Let's go five, six, seven seasons. If it still is good at that point, I'm in. And season two had a slow start at about half the season. You think it's going one way, and then there's one big twist there well, and that, that, something The something the big,
1: The big twist was what made season two. I for real thought yeah. season two, the first couple episodes. It's rough. It's not fun to watch. It's, it's a, and trudge. Then, it's and a then, trudge. And then you go back and you come back with that new lens with the twist. Yeah. And it, it, it helps It helps make the...
0: Yeah. And, and season three is has the fewest twists. I can't... There is one reveal, which I guess you'd call it a twist, but there's one reveal in the last episode that's pretty big. But really, as far as the the big characters and the big moments, there really isn't a big twist. And yet somehow season three is the best season so nice. far. It's Dope. amazing. Uh, the finale is amazing, and they're able to just do things that you don't see coming, uh, but want to see uh. somehow. I mean, I I can't recommend it enough. Like just just watch the series, uh, watch it before anything gets spoiled for you, because I, I think it's worth a watch for sure. Most definitely. Um, been watching a little bit of Rick and Morty.
1: Um, uh, you know what I'm saying, Morty? Morty. Uh, I, I, I love Rick and Morty. I think that shit is so funny.
0: It might be my favorite animated uh, comedy.
1: Mm. It's probably between that and I know you like Big Mouth. I and do and like Big Mouth. I love I love those two shows. I think that I think Rick and Morty might be a little bit better. I think I, I
0: like be it better. Um, it's also been around a little bit longer than those two shows. And well,
1: I mean, it also um, it's it's way more culturally relevant. You know, pe- yeah, people like everybody knows. Yeah, everybody, everybody in our
0: age group and younger knows Rick and Morty. I mean. Mm. Um, even though it's not the most accessible, because it's on—it's only on Hulu, as far as I know. It's not on Netflix, yeah, I mean, so if you don't have a Hulu subscription, you can't. And can't it watch. airs
1: at a weird time. It airs at like ten thirty on Sundays or something for yeah. new episodes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they just got renewed
0: for seven or eight more yeah. seasons. It was like, crazy. Which is funny because they joked about it and yeah. like season seven two more or seven something. more seasons, Morty. That's Se- seventy more years, Morty. Seventy more Se- seventy more episodes. You know, I'm gonna do whatever I want <laughs> for a hundred years, Morty. A hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the season finale, of season one. I want to say like no, no. That's
1: that's um that's it, season two. That's the season three premiere oh is it it's about well, the se- it's about the szechuan sauce right
0: well yeah he rambles about that there's a mo- i think it's at the end of season one he rambles about morty about something in the garage oh he's oh. got him on the ground and he like won't let him go and he's like rick you're hurting me and he's like <laughs> he's like morty a hundred year, a hundred more years yeah, that's, that, that's 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 the season two premiere oh Crazy well man. he's he does something in season one too so oh, I'll, absolutely. I'll go back and rewatch that but yeah it's just funny that they kind of allude to that now it's actually happening uh it keeps getting better and better. I mean, season three, kind of just parallel what I just talked about, is to me is the best season so far. So, uh, watch the
1: floopy. Did you watch the floopy land episode yet?
0: I watched it again because remember, we watched it. Yeah, here. We watched I watched it. it over the weekend again. Oh,
1: that one's so messed up. Yeah, that is that. I for real think that's the darkest one. I yeah. for real think that
0: it's pretty messed up.
1: And then, and then at the end, when Beth goes back in and she kills all the floopy creatures. <laughs> God. Including Tommy. Oh, the best. Yeah. So Rick and Morty,
0: uh, good shit there. I haven't really played much else besides Apex Legends. I'm anticipating Metro Exodus we will be tight. I'm going to rent it for sure. It's not a buy for me.
1: I I wanted to play the other ones, but I never did,
0: so I don't really have a tie. I've, I've got
1: them. I've got them if you want to play. I've got them for Xbox, I think. So if you want to play them, you can.
0: At this point, I probably won't because the new one's coming out to me. But fair, I appreciate them. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, and I didn't get a chance to play For Honor. I know I said I was going to. That's the, one of the Aha, free PSN I games. I, just, I knew it. I didn't get a chance. Those games suck. Games well, I'm like sure it does, suck. but I'm going to give it a shot. I'm just, I just—I want to see nah. it for myself. But
1: what about it. you? What, what have you been getting into? Uh, so in terms of video games, I played exclusively Apex Legends. Thought it was a yeah. blast. Continue to think that. Uh, squeaked in a couple Dungeons of Darkest Dungeon, as oh. always. Love that game. It's always in rotation for me. In terms of movies, uh, Sean Corey, you have awful taste in movies, <laughs> and you recommended two movies that were just okay. The first one of those is Shot Caller with the dude from uh, Game, of Game, Game of Thrones who is not Harvey Dent. <laughs> I can't say this enough. I cannot stress it enough. Those people are different. Aaron not,
0: Eckhart plays Harvey Dent. And, and then the guy Nicolai, that plays, Nicolai
1: yes. or Nicolaj or something he's like a, that.
0: He's like a Swedish actor.
1: Yeah, like he's, he's a good actor. And yeah. he, to be honest, he was the saving grace of this movie. Yeah, well, that's good. Um, it was so weird. And Beck and I were talking. And it was one of those movies where you just couldn't figure out what the motive for anybody's actions were and the motives that were shown were just moronic yeah <laughs> um so so an example of this is there's a scene where the dude who plays Jamie Lannister is supposed to be this white supremacist and he 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 saves a latino dude in prison which i think is just totally against the aryan brotherhood code of like white power or whatever right and then later on you're like but why did he do that? Well, because never uh, it. it's because it ties into a future plot point where he's a drug dealer. Okay, but why why did he do that in the first place? Good question. We don't know. All right, back to the story. <laughs> I mean, there were some cool parts, and there were some interesting parts. I thought Becca panned it. She hated it. She yeah. hated it. What was it on? What did you watch? It was it? on Amazon Prime. Amazon yeah. Prime. Uh, and then the other movie that we watched that was nowhere near as a big offender was... Abducted in Plain Sight, which is a Netflix original documentary. It's about this mm-hmm. dude that I was kind of give like a quick synopsis. Uh, I'm assuming you're not going to watch this. I'm assuming that a lot of our listeners are probably going to watch this because it's not that great. I would recommend you don't. So basically, there's this dude who lives in Idaho. He moves in and he is he's he's a predator. He's a child predator, and he he meets this family and. They're going along. They're doing things. You know, he, he becomes very involved in the family. Mm-hmm. And an example of some weird shit that's just going on that the family is just cool with is this dude. This dude has gotten in trouble with – because he's in the Church of Latter-day Saints, so he's a Mormon. So he's gotten in, he'd gotten in trouble in a previous church for an inappropriate relationship with uh, a, a younger girl. And so – he, he tells the parents of this family because he has to go around and he has to tell these people all these things, mm-hmm. and these people are so gullible, and he goes around and he tells them, and he's like, "Well, you know I as part of my therapy, I need to, I need to sleep in the same bedroom as, as your daughter." The fuck. And they okay it. What? And they okay, it. And then he what was, kind of movie is this? It, it's a documentary. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> it's a oh my God.
1: <laughs> and so uh, one, one of the things that happens is this dude, this dude ends up abducting this this little girl. Her name is Jan. And his name is B or Birchitall or something like that. And so he... Sounds
0: he, like a child molester name. Yeah, definitely. Sorry get, to any There right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry any Birchitalls, but you're probably a molester. Not, um, the chances are higher. So in this, he, he abducts her and then he takes her to Mexico. And in Mexico at this time, the age to get married was 12. Mm. So he abducts her. He gets married there. Eventually, he gets extradited back to the United States because the United States... Figures out where the hell this yeah. guy is. Yeah. They bring him back, and I guess it comes out that the mom had had an extramarital affair with this dude at some point. So then uh, they drop all the charges against this guy for kidnapping their daughter and all these things. But also, at the same time, this this tall dude had convinced the daughter, Jan, that she was part alien, <laughs> and her mission was to save the Earth and to have a child no. with Birchital. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> and so she she believed this all the way through.
0: Well, sure she's a child.
1: At, she was right? she, 11 or 12 or something yeah. at this time. And so oh my god. This this dude continued to be around the family and just he he like he continued to visit the house and like Jeez. would set up these messages from the from the aliens to the little girl. It sounds awful. It was, and all it was also super poorly shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's second offense. <laughs> Se- second offense. Besides being a weird story with a creepy situation, it was not a great documentary. Yeah, pacing was weird. I mean, some of the, some of the things that they talked about, it was also just creepy. Yeah, it was just creepy. I I I, I don't know. To be honest, it was a far better movie than Shot Caller. Um, uh, that and then I've been watching Killer Mike's uh the offend. Sorry. Trigger warning? Trigger warning, yeah.
0: yeah. I saw the thumbnail for it. I kind of watched the um,
1: trigger. It's, yeah. it's okay. To be honest, it wants to be woke, but at the same time it wants to be funny, and it loses you somewhere in the middle, and it just doesn't click all the time. Yeah. There are some episodes where it's it's just clever and fun. But, for example, one of, one of his big things is that he's got a problem with white Jesus and how he feels that that's a problem for the black community, that they're worshiping somebody that doesn't look like them. So he sets up his own religion with this dude named Sleep. Who always just looks like he's half asleep, that's his friend who's always at the strip club and always smoking dope and things like that. Okay. And so this is our messiah, you know, he just wants you to be you and do you, and they have church service in the in the in the strip club. (laughs) What? Yeah. And so he (laughs) invites people in. It's it's kind of funny, but at the same time, this dude is trying to push a real message and he's trying to push an agenda, but he's trying to be too silly. Yeah. So it loses me at that sounds kind of bizarre. Yeah, and I also have been watching more Russian Doll, that Netflix yeah. original with uh, yeah. Lions. What's her name? Uh, she's
0: in the old American Pie movies. I yeah, recognize yeah, her. I don't, I don't know her yeah, yeah. name, but yeah. She, uh, something yeah. Something.
1: Lion. Yeah, yeah, No, she's uh, good. She's really good. Uh, but in terms of video games, Apex Legend, right up there at the top. Yeah. I, to be honest, I didn't have a lot of time this week to just fuck around and watch or play anything. I've just been doing a whole bunch of things.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I... I had time, I just I don't know what I'd spent it all doing. I I just didn't watch my whole <laughs> watch, I mean, watching I, YouTube I did, videos and surfing lot, Reddit. I prepared a lot for the po- I did a lot of podcast stuff. I did ah. the new logo and uh, changed a bunch of shit. So
1: Yeah, by the um, way, we're not affiliated with Sweden in any way, contrary to what our Twitter banner looked I'm like. I'm changing the banner. Christopher. I, I made it in like two minutes.
0: <laughs> um I was speaking of docs. I tried watching Evil Genius last oh, night. you didn't
1: you didn't like it? I couldn't get into it. I watched the first episode. See, I, I don't think I I'm liked return. it. I liked it. I get why you wouldn't. It's not. It's not an attention grabber. I'm the bank robbers though,
0: or like yeah. bank. You know, heists. well the, the whole the whole
1: situation where he's got this bomb strapped around his neck and he, he's a little disabled. And how these people have taken advantage of him and all that. Yeah.
0: It just didn't hook me. Plus, I'm coming off the Ted Bundy tapes, which I think is a great documentary. Yeah, you know what?
1: That's not getting really great reviews from critics, and it's one where yeah. I disagree. I think that I think it was that's a lot well, th-
0: it's well done.
1: I thought so too. Yeah. Um, no, I actually watched
0: uh, Killer. What did I just say? Genius. What's the name of the doc I just said? Killer I watched? Genius. Killer Genius. Yeah. Uh, I confused that with making a murderer. That's what I meant to watch. Oh. I didn't find out because I heard that was
1: really good. I think making a murderer blows. Oh, really? Yeah, that
0: one's much higher like rated. Than, I know. Uh, than, I know. Than Killer
1: genius. I, I get why it's it's a better it's a better made thing. But I thought I thought making a murderer blew. Yeah. I watched season one and then season two came out and I just I, didn't I saw try. that yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I couldn't get into it, but uh, okay. So so Netflix original things. Did we ever talk about the Kevin Spacey video that he put out around Christmas time? Where it was him so. in character. Is that that even was worth talking about. That was. I, I just want to mention it real quick <laughs> because it was so. Fun. Fucking weird!
0: That's one of the weirdest things I've seen in a long time. They
1: tried to tear us apart. Plus, it was really poorly written. Like, I don't know who wrote that. I thought, I thought the writing was okay. I, I, thought, uh, I thought the writing. I thought the lighting was fucking weird. The guy looked like a corpse. Well,
0: I mean, you know, his like assistant was the one that shot it, probably. I really, I thought, like, I, thought was, the I thought it was. I period. thought
1: it was his wife or some shit. Well,
0: I, yeah, who knows? I mean, it, but it, the whole thing was beyond above everything else. It was just weird and cringy. In that poorly, same day, poorly he got,
1: timed.
0: Yeah, he got. Like, like indicted on more uh, statutory rape charges the same day, like later that day after the video went up. It,
1: it's just very weird. <laughs> well, And I think at one point in the video, it's like, did you really see me die? You're not coming back. <laughs> yeah. Netflix is not touching you, <laughs> yeah. you fucking pariah. Yeah.
0: No one wants you. Like you're not, this isn't
1: you're, fooling anyone. You are so. not a hot commodity anymore, my dude.
0: Yeah. He was really playing that up. Like he's hot shit. And it's like, dude, you made some terrible decisions in your life. <laughs> like you need to step back from the limelight, reflect, and uh, maybe come out the other side a better person. But, I, but you like, need to dude, not put not... out
1: shit like this. <laughs> Don't do shit like this. Could you, could you imagine being his lawyer? <laughs> oh
0: God. Oh, you, know, you go, he's you go, you go, enraged. you go out
1: to lunch. You come, back hey so me and the other partners wanted to show you something and we know that you're going to be a little mad <laughs> but we feel it's important that you see it. oh what could it be <laughs> a <public> spacey <laughs> put something up well what did he do did he tweet no not exactly <laughs> what well, what did he do he made a video okay and it felt like he was talking about his character on the show okay but also mixing that with real life stuff What the fuck? (laughs) And saying it was okay, basically. (laughs) He's
0: like, you all love me. You all love me. You don't want me to go anywhere. It's like, dude, you, you, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, we we PR, never talked about PR, it. it. It was PR just
1: nightmare, dude. That was a weird thing, I, that, and I
0: haven't haven't heard from him
1: since. That was oh, the last. Well, yeah, last because time. I'm sure I'm sure these dudes that he's paying thousands of dollars to rain down shit on his house. From, what the fuck is wrong with you? This is the exact opposite of what we told you yeah, to do.
0: Probably, yeah, it's just bad all the way around.
1: Terrible shit. Just terrible shit. All
0: right, uh, we'll talk briefly about what's in theaters. Have you seen the trailer for
1: this new Reba
0: Wilson comedy?
1: Uh, Dude, it's I, called. Isn't it romantic? I think Reba Wilson is a a tarnish on society. I don't think I don't, she's. I a think talented... she's pretty good. Really? Yeah. All right. You didn't like her in uh, Pitch Perfect or Bridesmaids or anything. I don't like. I well, I like. Uh, I like Melissa I, McCarthy. I, I do like <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. What? So you're gonna say you like her
0: more than Reba Wilson? Yeah. Oh I mean,
1: Reba God. Reba Wilson, in my opinion, is not super talented, but like keeps uh, landing all these fucking roles.
0: Well, I don't particularly love either one of them or or like either one of them, but I I don't mind Reba Wilson's like brand of comedy. It's very like deadpan and... Some of it's fun. I mean, obviously, so not all it, of it lands, it, but it, it doesn't land with me. I think this movie is either a big hit or a big miss because it's she's the premise is Reba Wilson is trapped in this romantic comedy. It's very self aware. So she's okay. seeing all these normal, like, tropes and romantic comedies, and she's like, you know, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's kind of like an outside look. I think it could maybe work, or it could just be another, like, trash can <laughs> movie I don't, it's hard to tell really from watching the trailer the, I don't the, know, the, know another way. one for the shit pile yeah I don't it could go either way honestly I hope it's good I'm, nah. I'm all for anytime that we talk about a movie and I say it may look like shit I want it to be good I want all movies to be good I don't that's just I, not gonna happen well
1: I don't because if all movies were good then I wouldn't know what an actually good movie well, was yeah but right, I mean there, you, I
0: don't what I'm saying is I don't want a movie to fail just because of what it's about or who's in it like I'd like it to be a good movie and maybe become one of my favorite movies. Eh. But, I mean, this won't be one of those. I'm pretty Ooh. positive. But I'm just saying, in general, I don't want movies to fail. Uh, this, I want some of them to fail. This <laughs> the sequel to Happy Death Day is coming out. Cancer. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and that Alita Battle Angel movies coming out.
1: That's the that's the one. Do you remember where I couldn't remember the name of it? Yeah, and we were talking about how this weird kind of sci fi anime looking thing. I because we because we'd seen it we'd seen it, a preview for it at the gym. And yeah. You, you oh yeah. You were
0: explaining it to me, but I couldn't. If I would have just saw like a snippet, yeah, I would have yeah, knew because yeah. the name's been stuck in my head since I saw the first trailer. And but. I
1: just I remember yeah. I remember looking at it and thought. Why is animation going in this way? Why are we doing animation like this? Who thought this was a idea? Who greenlighted yeah. this idea? Who yeah. Well,
0: this? James Cameron is behind this movie. Really? He's not directing, but he's a producer and possibly a screenwriter. I'm what not. Don't quote me on that, but he's definitely behind this movie. Um, Shit. and I don't remember who's directing it, but he's someone who James Cameron's worked with before. But yeah, this, wow. I mean, it doesn't. I didn't, look I didn't know good. that James
1: Cameron was involved. That yeah. that movie looks actually very bad. It looks like. So Ready Player One, I don't know if you ever saw that movie. No, but there, But there, there were did. sequences where they went into the video game, and that imagery, the imagery that's going to be a big part of this movie, actually reminded me so much of this, and I hated that part of that movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, James Cameron uh, wrote the screenplay along with... So the person who directs it, Robert Rodriguez, that's who I was thinking of, who he's done... He did like the... Uh, Sin City A Dame to Kill for, Planet Terror I, like, I like both uh, those movies yeah oh, oh so, by the yeah.
1: way so uh, Susie Susie my co-worker she said that because we couldn't remember what's what's the name of the chick from Empire that we couldn't remember the name Teresa P. Henson
0: yeah so she's like I think, I might have butchered her name but
1: yeah that's yeah, cool she was like she was like, you guys are the whitest dudes I know because you guys couldn't remember that and then she said there's something else where we didn't remember isn't she white yeah she's white
0: yeah, she but she calling us a away. Yeah, but she's woke, brother. Woke I up. could, I guarantee you, I could talk about some of the most prominent, <laughs> talented African American actors in movies and TV shows, well, she was, and she would not know who they are. Well, I could guarantee it. He see, he see. Fight she, me. She
1: was, she was no, just, just she was just saying like. We're white dudes that we don't watch things like Empire and things like that. Well,
0: and, I'm only going to watch things that look appealing to me. And Empire, the premise, <laughs> does not interest me. It is not because of the characters or the people involved. It is because of the premise. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know who Teresa Pienzo was. How dare Again, you? Again, still don't know if I'm saying her name
1: correctly. I got, I got lumped into that. I was like, that's <laughs> not something I care about, really. I just don't know their names. Uh, and I'll be honest. I forget a lot of dudes' names.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's weird. Like in regular conversation, I can remember them like that. And then when we come on here, I'm like, ah, I just, I just, or, well, don't... no quotes. That's what I can't. Quotes, I remember them outside of this. But then as soon as we sit down, I become dyslexic. Um, all right, let's get into some news. Um, I got to bring this up again because I got to rep that Resident Evil 2 remake again, the third dude. week in a row. Jesus. Try and stop me. So someone's making another mod. Okay, stay with me. <sighs> Man, this is not news. (laughs) No, it's news. This is so specific news to you and your interests. (laughs) There's a dude out there. Have you seen the YouTube videos with the X going to give it to you? No. Okay, so Mr. X in the game, which I talked about, the big hulking guy that follows you around. Someone made a video originally where they sync up that song that DMX did. I think it's DMX. Yeah. It's like,
1: X gonna give it to you.
0: And they sync it up to where he pops in a room and as soon as he hits you down, like it syncs up the song and starts playing. It's hilarious. So it's, somebody,
1: somebody's creating a mob where that happens in-game? Yep, all the time. Gotcha, okay. Yep. Like, what What great. other news? So help me, gotta follow news <laughs> items or like that. Other, other not, Resident Evil the, news. This, more, this, is, this is like when you okay. went through your Call of Duty phase.
0: This. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> What a great way to kick off the podcast. Uh, what would you do, Chris, for the fourth week in a row? Uh, Play Call of Duty. I've exclusively played
1: Call of Duty every day this and week. And
0: nothing else. Um, and then season four, True Detective, is supposedly a strong possibility. Which I is heard exciting. that season
1: three was just kind of middle of the road from everybody that I've talked to.
0: I haven't. I'm waiting until it concludes, which I, we honestly might be coming up on that. I might actually already did it. Also, my HBO subscription ran out. So. Oh,
1: sweet Jesus.
0: Yeah. So I gotta figure that out. I gotta,
1: I gotta find somebody to mooch an HBO account off of. I haven't had HBO for damn. I was gonna come to you. That's yeah. You're you're the you're you're you're
0: barking at the wrong tree, my dude. Son of a bitch. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, there goes that pipe dream. Uh, Uh, Hey,
1: David. No, I don't have it, buddy.
0: Okay. Okay. So the last uh, bit of news here: uh, Shamik Moore, who played. Uh, Miles Morales in this Spider-Verse movie uh, has been cast in this show that I didn't even know was in the works. Apparently, Hulu is making a Wu-Tang Clan series. Holy
1: shit, what? Yeah,
0: and he got cast in it, so oh, it's in the works. Oh, I love yeah, the Wu-Tang Clan. Guess what? Wu-Tang Clan is going to be producing the show. They're going to be behind the cameras like working with them for like historical accuracy and stuff. How's that uh, porter treating you? David? Is it a porter?
1: I thought it was. Yeah. A, it's a porter. Oh sweet Jesus! Yeah, it's an imperial porter, dude. That's like, that is for real. That's like a barley wine.
0: Well, that gets us into our uh, our next segment.
1: Uh, I want the beer did review. You, uh, did you did uh, while, you while we're while we're transitioning? Did you did you watch any of the Grammys or any of that shit?
0: No, I didn't. I heard Alicia Keys was really good as the host. Alicia Keys was fantastic.
1: There was so Drake went up there to get an award, and he oh, yeah, was on they the played him off, right? Well, it's no, they, they cut. They they didn't play him off. They cut the mic because he was basically saying things like, you know, it they, these awards mean nothing. You yeah. know, if you're an artist, don't don't try to chase these awards. They literally mean nothing. No one cares about them in Ooh. the industry, and.
0: I don't think he's winning any more Grammys, dog.
1: <laughs> there was uh, there were some really cool dresses as well. That's another thing I liked I like to look at. I like to see all the design dresses. Yeah, this 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 is. Uh, what, what are we sipping on today, Christopher? All right.
0: Um, well, tonight we're doing a, an iteration of a beer that we drank uh, about a month ago. We're doing the Ballast Point Victory at Sea Imperial Porter, but this one is barrel aged. So it's more boozy. I think the other one was 10%. This one's 12 Shout out to Dawson. He's the provider of this one. Shout to Dawson. Uh, he did. Tim, right? Yeah, that's right. Not Daniel. <laughs> Almost said that. Um, yeah, so this one uh, is very similar, but right? they probably just aged it in bourbon barrels, yeah. I'm guessing. I did not pull up the website, so we're kind of free-balling it here.
1: This um, this is – I mean, we, we've talked about opaque, but this is – there's it's nothing pretty dark, yeah I, I mean opaque like there's there's no light that filters through, dude like oh, a un- little twinkle unless you're looking at the top that is and this is a dude, hard you take, drink you take you take a nose and the first thing you smell is straight booze yeah, just hardcore booze it's it smells it smells like that one dude at church who was very clearly hungover... <laughs> That's what this beer reminds me of in terms of that smell. In terms of flavor, it's really very alcohol forward. Mm-hmm. It, it it you still get some of that coffee and the vanilla, to be honest.
0: I, off the nose, I get vanilla and
1: coffee bean. Well that and that's that's what the that's what the victory at sea is. And so that, that that should be the nose, okay. right? I mean But to be honest, to the at, yeah, man. I'm, this I'm is getting, my least favorite beer we've we've reviewed. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think mean, I I might like the check of SLS. Ah, you son of a bitch! I one really of my did. Mount Rushmore of
0: beers. I didn't. I don't like shade it at much. it like that. I. This that is, was drinkable though. That one's only eight percent. This
1: this is this is gonna be a tough one to finish a 12er of it. This is. Well, at least you just ounce. got a four.
0: Uh, yeah, twelve ounce. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm the, not, I I'm can not, see I'm, why I'm, they sell this in four packs of. of Bottles and not like pints or six packs or any- anything. I uh,
1: like that. I, I think I, I, think I prefer, I prefer the original a hell of a lot. The original more. was good. I thought the original was great.
0: It's probably substantially cheaper too. Yeah, to guess, because barely does. I mean, this age is, this is a cool expensive. idea.
1: Now, have you, have you and I had the coconut victory at sea and the peanut butter victory at sea? Because those mm-hmm. are cool. Those, those are sound good. good. They're good. They're 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 this. And Tim Tim was Tim was all about this one. Tim was just going on and on and on. This I, is
0: one you get a like a eight ounce tiny little tulip glass yeah. of, like, on tap. Yeah. Like if
1: you're really feeling a, like a like super a burly super duper heavy beer. Just like one of the heaviest. I for real I I've only probably had like Four or five sips, and this—it's it, starting to make me a little foggy. It's—it's. It's <laughs> I don't know.
0: I, I haven't had many beers where after ten percent they still taste good. Yeah. I mean, you just start cranking up that alcohol. You start pouring in those hops and all that malt and. Well, this all, is this
1: is so malty. There's no hops in here. There's there's almost none. You, you get no hops. There's, it's just not. It's not good. I think it's. We I pick, think it's. I think it's okay. And this is this is coming from somebody who drinks shit like Old Rasputin. Really, hard, <laughs> we got to revisit that. One. Really hardcore imperial Russian stouts, and this is even for me this might be a little too well, much. Well, I've had
0: some. Yeah, I've had some imperial stouts before that were tolerable. I mean, this one, you know, Distill has actually got a really good oh, the Privyet. They're I Russian, believe so. Russian imperial red stout.
1: Yeah, it's, it's pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's good. This is uh, it's. It, it is complex i mean in terms of the flavors i would say the flavors are complex it's very it's yeah. very booze heavy um i'd but say the,
0: it's only, it's like it's about all it is for i me. would i it's would just, i would so it's like booze in your face I, <laughs> booze
1: <laughs> it's just a lot of a lot of booze i don't know i think i think that what i'm getting at the end because it does it does linger. There, there's definitely a flavor that lingers in your mouth, and the flavor that I get in that aftertaste and the finish, I'm getting, I, like, it's it's coffee, it's coffee and it's bourbon. To be honest, yeah. I'm tasting a lot of bourbon in this. And to be honest, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of a of a barrel aged beer. Um, yeah, me neither. I think I think they have their place, and I think that people who enjoy them should feel free to enjoy them. But in my opinion, this is. This would be one that I would suggest about 90% of our of our listeners who are into beer would avoid. This yeah. this is this is this is for this, die hard th- die hard strong beer dark strong dark yeah. heavy bourbon forward.
0: I'd avoid this at all costs unless you're that 1%. Um, yeah, we picked a great beer for our uh, craft beer breakdown yeah, podcast. Well, so, I whatever wanted, whatever I wanted to do I it.
1: wanted to do IPAs forever, but that shit got down. <laughs> down. I thought that was a cool idea.
0: We're gonna we're gonna switch it up a little bit. Um, yeah. So our spotlight tonight we're doing a craft beer breakdown.
1: Uh, this uh, is this is based on a Twitter action we had, right? Yeah. So, Oh, uh, by the way, go out, give us a little retweet on that photo we uh, put up tonight. Give us a little retweet, little huh? like action. Oh um, yeah. Um, I think I think that I think the throwing up a picture is a good idea, showing yeah. you guys a little bit of the behind the scenes.
0: Yeah, I also thought you know what we should start doing is. Uh, Taking a picture of the beer we we're reviewing that night, kind of popping that bad boy Hell up yeah. earlier Listen, in the I'll, night. And I want to do that. Do you want me to do that right now? Yeah, sure. Go on, for we're doing it. it. Yeah, get one. And then we'll kind of, that'll kind of be like a teaser for the podcast to come later that night. So we'll put this up now and then uh, you'll see it now, but then the podcast will go up later okay. this evening. So, um, but yeah, tonight. It's all about craft beer. So this shout was a, out, shout out to Hunter, correct? Yeah, Hunter. this was a question that Hunter had. Um, let me actually read the question. I, it was kind of funny. Um, okay, so Hunter asked, um, "How about a craft beer's for dummies? The different kinds, what to expect from each, what is ABV and IBU? Because that's a term David and I use uh, from time to time. Um, Where to start if you have never touched a craft beer, wanna, but want to feel sophisticated and classy?" Um, Also, you said that Anthem is the kind... Okay, that's a video game question we'll answer later. Um, So, yeah. Craft beers for dummies. So, I wrote down a lot of shit. Um, First of all, I guess right off the bat, the easy stuff. ABV, that's alcohol by volume. That's just how much alcohol is in that bottle or can. It's how much alcohol per volume uh, is in it. So, you know, if you got to. If you had a beer that's, you know, it's a light beer, it's 4.1%. It's a Bud Light or, or a Miller Light, okay, and you have the same 12-ounce can of a strong stout that's
1: 8.4. How well, many calories do you think were in this beer that we're drinking? At least 300.
0: <laughs> at least 300 per three, 12, 12 Maybe 12 three to 400. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Sorry, continue. Um, so basically, if you're going to be drinking a beer that's got a higher uh, ABV, but you're drinking the same amount, you're going to get a little bit drunker faster drinking that one that's got the higher ABV. It's just how much alcohol is in it. Um, and then IBU is International Bitterness Units, um, which is kind of a fancy name. But basically, that just describes how bitter it is. It's on a scale from zero to 100 Um so a lot of the IPAs that we drink might be a little bit higher in IBUs, and then like a stout or something might be a little bit lower. That's not always the case. That's just kind of a generalization. But uh, that is ABV, alcohol by volume, and IBU, international bitterness
1: units. Big fan of the IBUs myself. The higher, the better. Yeah. Uh,
0: that Modus Hopperandi was a solid, what was it, 88 out of 100? Uh, yeah, it was. It was, that
1: one was pretty... I would pretty solid
0: Gladly welcome that beer over this one any day of the week Yeah this
1: this is this is harsh this is a This, this is a, a good day
0: for it too it's shitty outside it's cold the wind's yeah, that, blowing This is a good <laughs> light. Could you imagine if it,
1: Could you imagine this. if it was 90 degrees Oh, coming, coming after a nice hot day of maybe mowing the lawn pulling some weeds and shit and you come inside and this is what you got oh. Could you imagine chugging one of these
0: Oh I'd ralph I might ralph if I like doing one of these. doing like a, a like shotgun, a shotgun, on these? shotgun,
1: or like a beer bong. On this this would be this would be nuts.
0: This would be the worst beer. I'm convinced to do that with. Well, there's
1: there's that one from uh, what's what's the name of it? Oh, uh, they do Boston Lager, Samuel Adams. Yeah, they, they do they do one that's like twenty five, thirty percent somewhere in there. That's what? A beer. It's still a that's beer. It's not even beer at that I point, know. right? I, I, I consider it a barley wine. That's what I consider yeah, cause it. Yeah, because those are higher, right? Yeah,
0: those are. Yeah, I mean it's
1: why it's not called beer anymore. But yeah, um, just uh, just send out a tweet, little little sneak peek. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think when you start having your beer have as high as high a ABV
1: as wine, uh yeah, we're, we're it, get, it, it we're getting, gets bad. It we're, can we're get we're getting, bad. Yeah, we're getting to a point where it's less enjoyable. I'll yeah. agree. I think I think the beer sweet spot is around uh six to eight percent. That's in my yeah. opinion for the sweet. Yeah, spot and
0: it is. just depends on the beer and, and also the bitterness to To either compliment or, or yeah, yeah, you know, whatever it's going to do for that beer. So, um, real quick. um, So, for beers, there's lagers and there's ales. All beers are made up of water and hops. Those are two things that don't change for a beer. I'm pretty sure legally for a beer to be a beer, it has to have water and hops in it. Uh, But what changes is the last two things, which is yeast and malt. So, depending if you have a lager or an ale, which are the two types of beer, you either have ale yeast or lager yeast. So, there is a difference between the Mm -hmm. yeast that's used. And then malt is when it really gets crazy. Um, That's the fourth ingredient. For
1: malts, you can have barley, wheat, corn, or rice. And typically, if you're drinking something that's a little nicer, you're hoping for a barley, to be honest. Yeah,
0: like a malted barley. But honestly, it just depends on what kind of beer you're making, but... uh, I I get a kick out of these Bud Light commercials where it's like four ingredients, water, hops, yeast, and rice. It's like you're using the cheapest form of malt. You're using (laughs) shitty rice. Like, (laughs) come on.
1: Like, that's nothing to be proud of. Also, you know, if if your beer is really cool and unique, you know, you're going to put other things in there, right? You're going to put other ingredients in to make your beer cool and unique and make it taste different.
0: Right. So... Yeah, so the, those are the four main ingredients. And in the last two, yeast and malt, can kind of alternate. And also, with craft beer world growing even more, I mean, I'm sure there'll be even more experimentation with with different kind of malts and stuff. But um, so ales, oh. um, ales have a much higher fermentation temperature, and they brew for a shorter period of time. So you get much more fruity or
1: dark tasting notes. So this this um, is like when you taste uh, when you taste something that tastes a little bit like a banana, almost. That's where that's coming from. Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't know the science behind it, but
0: basically those higher fermentation temperatures are going to give you a wider range of tastes going on in the beer. And then conversely to that, lagers, uh, which a lot of the main light beers, those are lagers. Mm. Those have much lower fermentation temps, but brew for much longer. So they're more mild, crisp and lower taste profile, Yeah, yeah. Uh, but go good with food and stuff like that and are easily Just crushable. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, so if you wanna get into craft beer, the things that the, the, you wanna look for, there's four there's four main ones,
1: right? I would it's so it's it's look, it's smell. It's taste and mouthfeel. Yeah, right? so you those, want to check the... out
0: the color. What does it look like? And I mean, this is if you really want to get into it. If you just want to drink a beer, I mean, hell no, yeah, dude. Yeah, Definitely. no harm against you. But it, like, if you want to get into the craft beer world, you know, get yourself a nice tulip glass. Uh, I, see, that's I'm, what I suggest. See,
1: I fuck, I fuck with the the pub, the pint glasses. Really yeah, amazing. you
0: can get a regular sixteen ounce pint glass. I I since getting more into it myself, I bought a sixteen ounce tulip glass or Belgian style beer glass. You can find them on Amazon for ten or twelve bucks. Um, but yeah, you get one of those bad boys, uh, check out the color, um, after you pour it, um, check out the aroma. How does it smell? You'll get a lot of times you'll get slightly different, um, aroma notes than you will tasting notes. Mm. Um, but some will be the same. Just depends on the beer. Um, so check the aroma, um, obviously taste it, drink the beer. And then after it's consumed, what is the finish? So the lasting flavor, cause a lot of times that will be different. Maybe you got a third thing coming in here. That's a little bit different than the aroma or taste. So...
1: You know, what, you know what I've thought about doing is uh, doing like a cheap, all cheap beers, all cheap beers, uh, like beer special thing where we'd like buy every cheap beer that <laughs> we could think of and we'd just like we'd look at them all and then we'd kind of rank them. Maybe that could be even a spotlight. I kind of like that idea. Just, <laughs> like just all the light beers? Yeah. just like, like well, Bud, I mean, Miller, Coors. Yeah. It, like well, and we could, we could do – Keystone. Could, yeah. Keystone, uh, Rolling Rock, shit like that, PBR.
0: Yeah, I like that. Well, it's funny, too. Rolling Rock, that's a pale it's lager, right? I thought it was a
1: pale... Is it a pale it's
0: lager? Pale I thought it was a pale ale. It could be. I, I've, I've actually... I think I've only had one Rolling Rock in my entire life. And so. you, <laughs> was that with me? Because uh, there was a while there where I was buying Rolling Rock. It could have been. It was either with you or my brother, Tommy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I, I'm open to that. If it involves I, a drink of beer, man, I'm down. i like I'm this, there. I like this attitude. I like, where I like where your head's at. I'm there day one. Um, okay. <laughs> By the way, this beer's really hard to choke down. I, you're making way better work of it than me. you're, yeah, man, you're getting it done.
1: It, I'm, I'm starting to feel my ears get warm, so I know that I'm. Oh, my whole face is on fire. This I'm is, there, baby. This, this is a toasty beer. I'm I'm, I'm warming up.
0: All right, well, let's get into. I just kind of decided we kind of break down four of the biggest types of beer and then we kind of go through at the end, you know, a bunch of just kind of random fire, like rapid fire beers that you'll also see in the craft beer world. So the first one, we'll talk about the most popular probably because all the major uh, beer brands kind of model their beers after this and that's the Pilsner. Um, So that's a pale lager. Um, so it's a lager. So it's brewed for longer in cooler temps, and it's a little bit crisper more well, refreshing. This,
1: this is why it's so annoying when shit like Coors brewed cold. Yeah, that's how this fucking beer is brewed, yeah. dipshit. That's how they're all brewed because they're all lagers. It's a dipshit thing to say. So,
0: uh, yeah, examples include Miller Lite. Um, another Pilsner, though, that is a craft beer that we reviewed is Mama's Little yep. Yellow Pils. That That's a
1: great example of a Pilsner. Yeah. I would also say that... If you're looking to make that initial step into the craft beer world, uh, going going to craft Pilsner isn't a wrong way to go. Yep. You're going to be like, well, let's just taste like anything else. And then hopefully over time you kind of develop that taste and you, you can go back and you can reevaluate. So yes. For me at least in particular, I can I can taste a Pilsner that uses at least a, a little bit nicer mm-hmm. ingredient versus something like a Miller Lite. I, I, dude, I, I love Miller Lite. Trust me. I crush them all the time. I think they're the one of the greatest beers in the entire world. I really think that. I really feel that. However, way. however, just waiting for that. However, however, it's it, they use cheaper ingredients, and that's something you can taste. The minute the minute that you start tasting things, you don't have to finish it, man. The the minute I'm really the, trying here. Yeah, man. I know. I'm I, really I, trying. Yeah, I can tell. I don't want to waste good
0: beer. That's fair. I, I, I expensive
1: beer. <laughs> Let that's me right. just rephrase that. Um, okay. but when you when you start to get into the craft world, you start to be able to make more of a discern into like what what's using a cheap ingredient what's using a little bit more of an expensive ingredient so a big bud light thing was that they were using corn for a while as their malt and because of that their beer was coming out tasting like high fructose corn syrup a little bit mm. and because of that people recognize that as like a cheap flavored beer so i'll mm. uh, I'll, I'll let chris continue kind so of with
0: our changed it to rice um, yeah, so all the big light beers, uh, for the most part, are modeled after the classic Czech Republic Pilsners. That's where the Pilsner originates, is Czech Republic. Yes. Although it's very popular in Germany. So you'll have a lot of German Pilsners out there. They're a big influence, very popular. But Pilsners are light in color, uh, very crisp and refreshing. There's no real lasting flavor finish. I mean, they're going to have a taste, but the finish is not going to stick. Well, with and I
1: mean, this is this is not a beer that is that was designed to be sat down and drank and thought about it. It's just a yeah. beer that you're just supposed to drink. Yeah. That's kind and
0: of, and the, if you're a light beer guy, this is a great one to get into because you're basically already drinking this. Yeah, with, you are. With the light I, w- I would absolutely
1: say you're drinking a Pilsner. Um, and, well, you're, you're drinking an Americanized version of a Pilsner. Exactly. But, yeah.
0: yeah. So they're going to be a little bit different than the classic Pilsners, but you're, you're basically getting the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um all right. So the second star we're going to talk about is the India Pale Ale, which we've obviously we love, we've done a ton of them on here. And this is I mean, in the craft beer world, these are the biggest. I feel like these oh, are at the height of the craft beer well, world. I would
1: I would say pale ales just in general, like not, yeah. not even not even just to to corner it to India pale ales, but American pale ales. Any pale ale really mm-hmm. truly is, is at the height of the height of popularity in terms of beer.
0: Yeah. Um, but they can also be kind of daunting for someone coming from outside of the craft beer world because they try one, guess what? That baby's got a 65 IBU, baby. It's hot forward. It's bitter. Um, and now they are turned off of India Pale Ales and craft beers forever because I think, they have that one.
1: I think a good entry point, and this, this would be where I would recommend that people just enter the craft beer world personally, I would recommend that you enter at a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Yeah. Um, I think I think that's a really good representation of, of what craft beer can be. It, it's mm-hmm. it's not it's not going to be so different from your from your average pilsner that you're like, holy shit, what have I gotten myself into? This this is tasting actually atrocious. Um, but at the at the same time, um, it's 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 got it's got enough of a of a flavor profile that it that it tastes like something that it doesn't just taste. After at, to be honest, like after I have like two or three bush lights, it for real tastes like water to me.
0: Oh, I had to grab a hams.
1: Yeah, no, it's fair. That, that's a good palate cleanser. That's like that's like the ginger of the sushi world. Yeah, I um,
0: like the nice hams. I really like let's, that. Let's talk, let's talk about hams for a minute. That's probably a... What is
1: that? I like... It's, it's probably a lager or some kind of Absolutely, beer. this is a lager. That, a that is... Lager. That is... That, is, is, classic that lager. is the cheapest beer.
0: Okay. Yep, good old good old hams. Uh Okay. Uh, all right, some more info on the old India Pale Ale. So, uh, India Pale Ale's are higher in hops, uh, much stronger aroma and taste than a Pilsner and most beers in general. Um, you you want to drink an IPA as fresh as possible, or probably any Pale Absolutely. Ale for that matter. Absolutely. Um, so, there's a misconception that hops are, were a preservative a long time ago. Mm-hmm. That is actually not true, at least from what I read up on. Hops actually don't stay fresh as long as the other other ingredients in a yeah. beer. So you want to drink IPAs as fresh as possible if you can help it. Um, I've actually had a few IPAs that were on the shelf way too long. And oh, yeah. Taste they, get, they
1: get a little skunk.
0: Yeah, a little skunk and flat. And that yep. combination of getting skunkier and flatter is not good not for care. an IPA. And that,
1: not with that flavor profile either. No. That, that really rich pine with uh, citrusy fruit is not, not good with flat and stale. Yeah. So... Uh, You want to drink them as fresh as possible. Um,
0: You always get citrus and pine with an IPA. I think those are two things that are pretty constant with almost Mm. any IPA. It's when you start expanding upon that where you get some other things. Um, You always get that classic hop flavor. Uh, Hops are generally used more in India pale Ales than any other type of beer. Um, That's what kind of gives them their signature IPA taste. Um, Generally, they're higher in ABV than a Pilsner um, since we just talked about those just going off of... You know, averages in the beer world, um, they're lighter in color, although they can be cloudy and a little bit darker. But
1: they're not—they're not—they're not, not, not like a black. Or yeah, brown. yeah, and you will never find an IPA I that would, is dark. I would, I would say color. that they—they kind of live in that amber to almost orange world is the way yep. I see it.
0: Um, all right, so let's get into some terms. Uh, if you ever see uh, DIPA or DIPA, that's that a would, double IPA. So if
1: you're if you're new to the beer world, this means that that is dry hopped and wet hopped. So when something is dry hopped, that means that it's only hopped during the fermentation. Correct. Well, a, a DIPA is just a double IPA.
0: Um, when well, the- you start. When you start getting into, like, dry hopped, they will specify that on the bottle or the can, well, but they well, won't no. actually... So
1: like, so, like, a double IPA is one where it's dry and wet hop. Isn't that the whole point of a double IPA?
0: As far as I could find, a double IPA just means more hops, higher in ABV and IBU. Okay. It's good. And, well, here's the other thing, too, is double IPAs are apparently very new, in the craft beer world, so it isn't clearly defined exactly what a double IPA is. Okay, because
1: based on based on the definition that I've been using for years, or maybe two years, um, is that <laughs> for years,
0: <laughs> literally decades,
1: literally exactly. decades. But uh, the the definition that I've been using is that it's been wet and dry hopped. That was that was the definition mm-hmm. I've been given. So
0: well, well, I mean, maybe this is just from like the different sources we went to, but. So all all beer, I mean, if you want to call it wet hop, that's just normal throwing the hops in during the fermentation. But the dry hop is also a newer thing, mm-hmm. at least from what I've found. So a lot of times if they dry hop, they'll specify that it's dry hop. Like uh, I'll use an example that we're coming up on soon in the wheat beer, and that's the Goose Island 312 that you weren't a big fan of. That no. I, they dry hop that. Basically all that means is that during the fermentation process, so when it's sitting in that – a tank. big tank or bucket if you're home brewing mm. uh, while it's fermenting you're adding hops after the fact during that period because usually you don't in a normal beer you just throw everything in there yep. and then it ferments and then it's ready to go so I don't know double IPA maybe like I said it's a newer thing so mm-hmm. that the there isn't a clear cut definition for double IPA but mm-hmm. essentially what when I see double IPA I'm just like okay that's probably stronger probably got higher abv higher bitterness yeah. and, and more hops I, this used. would be
1: one that if you're new to beers i would avoid i would avoid double ipas if you're new yeah
0: wait just yeah if you're dipping your toes i, I would not just jump in
1: i'll let you uh, i'll let you kind of finish out and i'll give some recommendations for for first time peeps to get into it
0: love it um okay so a few other kinds of ipas new england ipa that's kind of our new favorite very
1: very new very hazy less mm-hmm. bitter more tropical
0: yes very cloudy. The citrus profile is cranked up. Very orange, juicy, and they seem to have like a thicker body than regular IPAs. They're yes. just a
1: thicker beer. Well, I mean, especially if you're having something that's like a milkshake that's using some uh, lact lactose sugars or whatever yeah. in the fermentation project yeah. project process. Though.
0: So, yeah. So, I mean, and there's there's other kinds of IPAs, but
1: you know, generally that's
0: that's the uh, general outline.
1: Uh, in terms of beers that I would recommend for first-time people, uh, like I said, my first, my first step in here would be a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Just mm-hmm. just dip your toes in. And to be honest, this, this would be where I would start personally. Other people might have a different starting point. Uh, the, after, after you try that, maybe try like a Stone because that's nationally available. And if you enjoy that, I would say maybe branch off into something a little bit more localized because there's a lot of local breweries. And the first beer they I always got to have is an IPA. Yeah. and if you're if you're really into the idea of having a hazy IPA having something that's that New England style uh, little something hazy from Sierra Nevada is a really mm-hmm. really good example of one that's nationally available has that flavor profile of a hazy IPA and just a really really solid beer all the way through and through I am going to add an add a
0: caveat to what you said be careful going into stone beers stone Brewing Company because they do make. Incredibly tasty, but also pretty strong beers. So, while I do recommend that you try Stone because that's probably my favorite brewery, uh, especially here lately, uh, just be careful. I would not try any of their big IPAs. No, there. I, was, I was just
1: saying like the original Stone yeah. IPA. Yes, just the original that's Stone IPA. That's a great
0: IPA. one. That's a great classic IPA taste. Um, it's just called IPA by Stone. That's it. There's no fancy name.
1: I to would, it. yeah. And I know, yeah. I know that it can be really confusing when you go in there and you're like, holy hell. Look at all these different beers. 40
0: different kinds of craft beers here. Yeah. And so
1: ideally, like if you're a newcomer, you've done your research beforehand and you kind of know like what you're looking for. And then you can mm-hmm. ask someone if they don't have it, then have a backup plan. Because yeah. there, there's going to be times where they don't have specifically what you're looking right. for.
0: Right, yeah and especially if you live in a smaller area or don't have like a big chain uh, like
1: a like a Bennies or a Fryer Tux or yeah. just Beverage
0: I mean, Depot i think that's another but one but i
1: mean like even even places like Freeport uh West Westside Liquor has got yeah. some pretty solid IPAs i've and, never been there but yeah but i mean also like the Cork uh, Cork Keg Bottle whatever yeah. it's called yeah i know that, the place you're talking about yeah that, that place that place is solid that place is like mini Benny's. i like it
0: yeah so, yeah, um, that's that's our favorite type of beer. We love I IPAs. Huge um, fan.
1: Huge, huge, huge fan.
0: You've been a big part of that because I remember when I first got into craft beer, I would probably like a lot of you guys listening if you're wanting to get into it. If you've tried an IPA and just given up right away, don't revisit it at some point after you've gotten more into craft beers with like Pilsners and Wheat beers, which we're about to talk about soon. Yeah, those, those
1: are those are good entry points. Um,
0: Yeah. Do the entry style beers and then save the IPAs for a little bit later with a little more Big stuff. boy
1: stouts, yep, yep,
0: because you if you just jump right in, you're you're gonna be jumping right back out. Well, yeah, because it's it's, it, it's
1: harsh. Some yeah. of those flavors are harsh actually. Yeah, definitely, they, they 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 take time.
0: All right, so the next type of beer we're gonna talk about, the third uh, one, is a stout, uh, which we've had quite a few here on the podcast. This was formerly my favorite style, though IPAs have taken over that. I just can't can't resist that it's classic hop, so,
1: so tasty flavor.
0: So. Um, a stout is a type of ale, um, so it's usually pretty dark. Um, generally, lower bitterness on the
1: IBUs, but not always. But they can be higher. So, so typically we're looking at a lower IBU but higher ABV. So, yeah, definitely, we're, def- we're, it we're can looking be, at something yeah. that that doesn't necessarily have that that same that bitter profile that some beers have. Yep. Uh, but 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 it does still have that 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 punch that you're looking for with a craft.
0: Mm-hmm. And they're also going to be, I mean, stouts and India pales generally are going to be higher in alcohol uh, by volume than a pilsner or a wheat beer. Not always, but well, a lot you, of the times they if you be. If you've
1: had a Guinness, then you've had a stout.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so st- uh, stouts use darker roasted malts, um, and that's what's going to result in that chocolatey taste. Um, so like we talked about earlier, uh, water, hops, yeast, and malt. So they use roasted malts. Um, so it's going to be thicker in body. Usually any stout you have is going to be a little bit thicker than a light beer or like a pilsner or a wheat beer. Um, but what that's going to do is result in a a deeper, uh, rich, uh, tasting note essentially. So you're going to have a wide variety of stouts and this list goes on and on and also is not clearly defined. Uh, you can have, milk stouts chocolate stouts oatmeal stouts vanilla stouts coffee and barrel aged you can have imperial stouts which you would kind of look at as the same way as a double ipa is to a regular ipa it's basically you up the ante um everything is higher in an imperial stout um there's also kind of a newer craze that's taken over the stout world, and that's nitro. the nitro. Yeah, it's becoming very popular.
1: Makes but, it a little creamier.
0: Yeah, a little creamier. Basically, uh, during the fermentation, like more nitrogen is used instead of uh, oxygen. So usually about 70% to 30% respectively. So you're going to get smaller bubbles, like a thicker head to it. It's going to be smoother and creamier. I actually I don't prefer... Nitro stout. I, 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 I like I don't. the more raw taste and feel of yes. a, of a stout. Yes. The, the personal preference, though, um, like uh, a Guinness. That's a nitro stout. Well, uh, one of their main. You
1: can kind. get a nitro, yeah. or you can get the extra drought, which is just the regular. The extra
0: stout is better, in my opinion. I agree. Yeah, I, agree. I like the extra stout quite a bit more, but that all comes down to personal preference. But um, yeah, stout. Stouts is a good place to eventually get to I think say that's kind of like middle of the road in the craft beer world like yeah. maybe you want to hit that on your way up to IPAs you know after you're done let's say you want to get into darker beers cuz that's always something that interests me when I was getting into it yeah. cuz I was like man dark beers you know they look cool man I want I want to drink some dark beers well I got into stouts and that's what became my my favorite uh, first kind of craft beer um,
1: in terms so. of in terms of nationally available uh, solid examples I think left hand original Milk yes. stout, but not the not the nitrogenated. Personal opinion. Yeah,
0: and their nitro stout is substantially more popular. Yeah, is yeah, the yeah. thing you'll probably find that um, wherever you live. I'm hoping
1: that you've had Guinness. If you're interested in craft beer or even beer in general, just try to Guinness. Um, and then one one if you're somebody who's looking to make that make that next step, I really really think that uh, Founder's Oatmeal is a good good example of a beer that just is really really sound well-rounded has has everything that you're looking for in it in a stout I, I think personally now
0: are you talking founders like it's just called oatmeal stout Oh, uh, breakfast oh breakfast stout yeah, yeah. they're, they're yeah. breakfast oatmeal that is uh that is a deeply complex beer but very approachable from approachable. a beginner's standpoint so, yeah i mean, yeah, I mean if you love chocolate or coffee um <laughs> you'll you'll love this beer. I fell in
1: love the second I had a sip. Of well, breakfast and I think out. I think that oftentimes people see IPAs as complex, but I, I I personally see stouts as more complex and having more possible variations than IPAs could yeah. ever have.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's a fair viewpoint. I mean, for because, sure,
1: because with with an IPA, you have like this certain this this flavor profile that you're supposed to make. Mean- a,
0: citru- a more citrus. Yeah, uh, but flavor with. Profile. with
1: um, with stouts, With you stouts, can have yeah. Like
0: I said, you can have milk chocolate, oatmeal, vanilla, coffee. I mean, it, 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 it's it's a, it's a far
1: more far more open yeah to interpretation. For sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. That, that's what drew me in early on to stouts is all the different possibilities. Um, so yeah, big fan of stouts. That's my second favorite kind of beer behind IPAs. Um, so the fourth and final kind of beer we'll, we'll talk about before we kind of wrap up here is the wheat beer, and this is probably the most. I mean, this is an approachable, approachable beer from someone who is getting into craft beer, but at the same time, this is a vast kind of uh, beer type that you're gonna get all different kinds of beers and different kinds of wheat beers. Um, but they're pretty easy going uh, on the palate. I mean, they're not real daunting to actually sit down and drink. Um, so wheat beer is a type of ale it's a, a lot higher amount of wheat um, than barley, and that's what makes it a wheat beer. So they're using wheat as a malt instead of a barley.
1: and it, it, a little bit of a sweeter flavor. A yeah, sweeter.
0: Yeah, so examples like a Weiss beer or Wit beer, Um, not wheat beer, but wit beer, Um, and Hefeweizen. That's a very popular one.
1: Hefeweizens are dope. Yeah,
0: Hefeweizens are very good. So some popular examples of wheat beers, uh, whether you love them or hate them, Uh, if you see a Goose Island 312, that's a wheat beer. Blue Moon. Uh, Blue Moon, that's probably the most popular wheat beer in the world because it's distributed by Anheuser-Busch, right? Or it's Yeah, I mean, one of the big ones. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it will disguise. Blue Moon disguises itself as a craft beer. It's not. It's massively distributed and, and produced.
1: But that's it. that's a, not to say it's not a fun beer to have. Yeah, I mean, I mean
0: Blue Moon is what I was drinking before I got into craft beers. That was yeah. you know because it, it's I tasty. Mean, it's
1: widely available. Yeah,
0: yeah. When I first got into beers before craft beer, I was drink. I didn't. I mean, I never really my go to choice was never really the common light beers. So when I first started drinking beer, I drank like the Blue Moons, the Coronas, the Heinekens, Heineken's. Yeah, the Sam of, Adams, Boston kind of Lager, in between. Yeah, those in between ones, which I'm sure a lot of people out there that are listening to this have also done. That was that was kind of like a good transition period into craft beers. And then you
1: met me, and then I met you. <laughs> Just dope.
0: <laughs> Head forward into into craft beer dude, world. Craft, I think I
1: did. Like craft beer, craft are is a really important part of my life. I think that it's a really cool, unique thing, and it's a really cool, unique way to interact with other people. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Yeah. So I, and I agree. Um, so, yeah, Blue Moon is probably the most popular. That's a Belgian style wit beer. Um, wheat beers are usually kind of light in taste. Uh, they go well with food. Generally they're light or amber in color and Mm. middle of the road for ABV. They're usually, you know, they hover around anywhere between four to yeah, five and a half somewhere. I mean, we're not not getting, we're not getting big though. Yeah. I mean, they can dip. I mean, there's exceptions obviously to any of these styles that we're talking about, but generally that's where it's going to fall. Um, so, middle of the road, yeah, usually higher than Pilsers, though, uh, but lower than IPAs or Stouts, just generally speaking. Mm. Not always, but generally. Um, huge amount of wheat beers and variations of wheat beers out there, like the Hefeweizen, which we talked about. There's a dark wheat uh, beers out there, Bavarian, Belgian, Berliner Weiss, or Weiss, I'm not exactly Weiss. sure. Weiss. Um, American Wheat, um, so that would be like the Goose Island 312. That's an American Wheat Ale. There's fruit wheat beer. Which is um, gnarly
1: stuff. Yeah. <laughs> There's, I, uh, anything with fruit and beer is a fucking yeah, fucking no-go for me. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with that.
0: There's also a Crystal Wheat Beer, which is a filtered wheat beer. The rest are unfiltered, so yeah, that's yeah. kind of a trademark of wheat beer. Um, all wheat beers are good summertime beers, though. great place to start in the
1: craft beer world. If you're uh, in terms it. of a place where you can typically start, I would say uh, the Weissenstaufen, which is a German brewery. Their Hefeweissen is a very approachable, very easy to drink. I think we talked about that earlier on in our podcast. Yeah, very good example of a Hefeweizen um, I mean, to be honest your, your local brewery will actually have a really good example of a Hefeweizen if they're a good brewery yeah um,
0: or they will at least have some sort of wheat beer yeah, they'll yeah, have yeah. a wheat beer of some kind yeah, yeah, to definitely. get you into it um, and just ask them. I mean, don't be afraid to ask your local craft brewery or even your local bar if they've got some craft beer imports that they, they have there that they've gotten from whatever brewery. Don't be afraid to ask them. What do you got? Do you uh, have any wheat
1: beers or pilsners? Let's, let's give the people uh, some of our personal favorites from other places. I'd like to talk about Scotch Ales a little bit. Scotch yep. Ales are also called Wee Heavies. Uh, very, very dark, very heavy beers, very... Uh, Hop not hop. Uh, very barley forward, actually. Very malt mm-hmm. forward. Malt. Yep. Yep. Um, yep, Big, big fan. Couple examples there. Uh, what, what's the name of the one from? Um,
0: from Middlebrow Brewery, which I that believe one, they're in by is... Chicago. Yeah,
1: they have one called Ad Astra,
0: which yeah, that is really one, good. That
1: one's so limited. It's the one from... Old Chub. Old Chub, yeah. From. Uh,
0: from Oscar Blues Brewery, which is uh, which is a
1: great beer. I think yep. it's a really good example of a Scotch. I think it's got everything that you wanted to have. It, it, it it's yep. not very approachable. That's no, not approachable I mean they're beer. very malt heavy in aroma and in taste. And they I mean, they'll knock you on your ass. They're a heavy beer. So
0: yeah, Scotch Ale was actually I want to say the very first craft beers that I got into that I started buying myself was uh, the Ad Astra by Middlebrow Brewing Company. Um, but then quickly transitioned over into stouts um, in that kind of arena because stouts are more popular than Scotch ales. Uh, but real quick, let me just kind of rapid fire. So other types of beer you might see or hear about include amber ales or amber lagers, uh, brown ales, red ales, and cream ales. So the, all four or five types of these beers, they sound and look exactly what they are. What they, you know, amber ales are amber in color. They're not going to be as heavy or as kind of as deep as a brown ale. Brown ale is exactly that. A red ale is kind of a little bit sweeter, redder in color. Cream ale is going to taste creamier. Um, porter, good, that's, good, oh,
1: uh, good example of a cream ale. If yeah. you're from the Wisconsin area, spotted cow. That's a really good example of a okay. cream farmhouse ale. Continue. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Nice. Um, uh, Porter, uh, which is similar to a stout, but not exactly the same. So yeah, I did a little bit of digging here just real quick. So, uh, back in the day, Porter was around first and that was in like 18th century England is where it originated. Mm -hmm. So there became known a Brown stout, which was basically known as a stronger Porter, Uh, which the common name stout uh, nowadays derives from. So basically a stout Mm. derived from a stronger version of a porter. Nowadays the line is so mixed it can be anything you want it to be. So there's really no defining line between a stout and a porter. Just know that a stout derived from a porter and was known as a stronger version of one. That's basically it.
1: Typically like the flavor profile that I see just real quickly is that uh, your your porters are going to be a little smokier. They're not going to be... Maybe as sweet
0: or as chocolatey maybe a little bit.
1: That's what I've seen at least. Yeah, I agree with that. I haven't, I haven't really dived deep into the world of porters. So
0: um, you got sour ales, your favorite.
1: I flipping <laughs> up any these beers like any, anything with like a fermentation process that is not closely monitored is shit. I don't want to drink.
0: Yeah, they're they're very very acidic. Uh, Distill here in town and normal makes makes a Just beer that I enjoy a lot. David, you hate it, but go, it's a sour it ale.
1: The here goes nothing, or which one do you like? Yeah, well, like the now they got like four or five different I variations. I like, like the of it, red Flanders one. Right? I
0: like all of them besides the. Uh, there's one that's a little bit too crazy for me, but I like their here goes nothing, or whatever it's called. Here the, Goose. the yeah, the regular green one, and I like the Flanders red. But but yeah, that's one. If you get like a, a sweet, I, don't, I don't know if I call it sweet tooth, but if you like sour things, you'll probably love sour ale. So fucking check those. Hate out. Them. Uh, Belgian style blonde ales uh,
1: Dubelles Dubell's are Dubells.
0: Um Flanders I've had a Dubell. I really can't describe I don't even
1: know I think Dubelles suck I think a yeah. lot of the Belgian styles suck
0: I had a Dubell from Distil that was just okay but yeah Flanders as well um, Cezanne. Um, Cezanne that's kind of a
1: it's it's like spice. It's a spice beer. Yeah, it's beer. kind of a
0: farm, uh, grassy, grainy type of beer. Don't uh, like them. Summertime beer. But check them out you know, at some point if you want to get into the craft
1: beer world. I would advise against the sisal. All
0: right. Get, get out of here, Dave. Uh, German-style Bach and Kolsch-style ales are very popular. Kolsch kicks ass. Uh, yep. Kolsch's are good. Uh, Scotch ales are already talked on. And that's it. There are many more kinds than everything we just listed, but, you know, the four main kinds we talked about, those are four of the biggest, and there's just endless amounts of beer styles out
1: there. So. In terms of a beer that I would recommend, if you're looking at a craft beer, just a quick six so you can find anywhere, any gas station. Sierra Nevada is going to be my jumping off point for anybody.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm just going to rapid fire some, bre- and I didn't write these down, so I'm just going off of memory, but these are breweries that I love. I'm not going to stand by every beer that these breweries put out, but these are some of my favorite breweries. Uh, Stone, uh, Two Brothers, uh, Deschutes, Great Lakes, uh, Founders. Uh, what else is there? There's half so many and, more. Half I'm Acre. Half Acre. Um, what is the other one besides Two Brothers? Um, Revolution. Revolution is okay. I actually don't really like Revolution.
1: Oh, shit. Okay. Um, Three Bells is really good. Three Bells is great. I love their Two-Hearted Ale. Yep. Two-Hearted Ale is really good. And so there's their Oberon. That's their white. That's their Weiss. Yeah. Their Weiss.
0: There's another one, too, that I'm forgetting besides Two Brothers. It's one that reminds me of Two Brothers.
1: Brothers.
0: Um, I can't think of it. But anyway, those are some of my favorite breweries uh, that I trust.
1: Okay. We got a Twitter question, right? Yeah. So
0: we actually got a couple real quick. We'll just run through. So Hunter's other question also was uh, – um also you said the anthem isn't the kind of game you want right now so what do you want right now
1: what game or game style do you think personally the gaming world needs more uh, shit like the witcher three more shit that's single player more shit yeah. that's like it's just like an individual experience right like i i fucking hate this idea that i always want to share my experience with somebody else most of the time i don't yeah most of the time i want to play shit alone most of the time i want to experience shit on my own yeah i i, I hate this idea of of gaming as a service as well I hate the idea that once I buy a game that I have to continue to support the the people that made Mm -hmm. it I I hate that idea
0: so you hate games as a service yes I hate that idea immensely Yeah, Yeah. I'm not a big fan of it either um, I think, however, we are in a better space now than we were a few years ago because oh. the big AAA publishers are starting to learn that you they can't just throw these microtransaction bullshit at us. They're starting to learn a little bit. It's still yeah. going to be in their games, but it's not as atrocious as it was, so I like that. But honestly, I like where we're at because we're getting a few big... Great open world third person or first person games that mm-hmm. are just story driven, uh, character driven games um, like God of War, Spider Man. I mean, we, yeah, Red Dead. We had three great ones there just in twenty eighteen. Yeah, and so. I, I think
1: I think also the indie scene is in a really good place as well. Yeah, but Anthem. Anthem is a game that I don't have time for typically because it's it, to be honest, it's it's an EA game, and I just I know. But, like, I know that's, this,
0: that's not what does it for me it's just the whole looter shooter aspect see, so much grinding see, I don't I, want to put that much I, time
1: in I'm a big fan of grindy games I like looter shooters this is just not one that interests me yeah. it doesn't have a space on my shelf yeah um yeah, so I mean,
0: I, overall, I'm kind of happy with where we're at. Just keep giving me story-driven, open-world games. or And they don't have to be open-world, just RPG games or character-driven games, and I'm happy. That's that's what I want, and I think that's what we all need in the gaming industry. Um, yeah, so uh, we had another question, too. Uh, this one came in right before we started recording from Zach uh, Diaz. Thank you for the question. Uh, what's your favorite limited series? He says the assassination of Gianni Versace recently blew me away. I I'm did ass- actually see the the trailer for that; it did look really
1: good. I'm assuming if you've seen that, then you've seen The People versus OJ, which is my immediate response. Yeah. You haven't seen that yet? No, I haven't. Oh, it, I know
0: it was on. It's been on my list for so long, and I still haven't watched it. Uh,
1: the People versus OJ is nuts. Cuba Gooding kills it. Uh, yep. Who else is in that? That's it's what the, I've heard the it's Nathan Lane. Who oh, Nathan Lane? Fuck, what's his name? I think Johnny Cochran is actually in the movie. Like, the dude who defended mm. OJ, Johnny mm. Cochran, the black dude. I think he's actually in that. Mm. Um But that's that's a really good mini-series that I enjoyed a lot. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, as far as limited series, I haven't seen a whole lot, but the one that comes to mind right away is Band of Brothers.
1: Oh, um, that was a good one. I mean, that's
0: like a classic now. I mean, granted, it's, I think, less than 20 years oh, and, ago. Uh, but still, do you remember
1: Generation Kill? Or whatever it was called. I never saw that. You never
0: saw Generation Kill. No, wow. that was another HBO one, right? Yeah, that one was HBO really good. It was set.
1: One. It was set during Desert Storm. That one was really cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, just uh, I didn't really have time to prepare, but yeah. The only one that really comes to mind is Band of Brothers, I think which that's is, which a, is
1: a banging ass, yeah. banging ass series, dude. Yeah,
0: I mean, if I could count a an anthology TV series, it would of course be season one of True Detective. But th- that is a. That's an ongoing TV show, even though the the seasons are different. Yeah, that's not a limited series. That is a. It's just an anthology TV series. Yeah, but
1: Generation Kill and The People vs OJ and Band of Brothers are really good places to go if you're looking for something else.
0: Yeah. So uh, maybe I'll do a little bit digging and I'll have you know another suggestion next week. I just can't think of right now, but. Um, okay, that is it. Uh, follow us on Twitter, please, if you haven't already. Trying to do some things on there. Give
1: us a retweet. Tw- uh, <laughs> Give we us tweet. a retweet. A <laughs> Give us a retweet, for fuck's yeah. sake. <laughs> Please, Please, people. Pissed. I'm pissed. Um, no, yeah.
0: And ask us questions too, like uh, Hunter it, and Zach have been doing. Did, we get back to you. I feel yeah. like we're pretty prompt. Yeah, we'll respond to you um, and on Twitter, and then we'll also we'll, we'll answer the question on the podcast. It doesn't so. have
1: to be about beer or TV either. We'll talk about oh, whatever.
0: Ask us anything. We, we don't give a shit. Um, so you can ask us those on Twitter through DM, or you can email us at wprpod at gmail.com.
1: Uh, and I mean, if you're on Twitter, you might as well follow us. So. Yeah,
0: you might as well follow us. Give us a nice little follow there. Um, tell your friends about the podcast.
1: Um, and
0: uh, okay, well, my question to you: um, What is your favorite craft beer? Have you already given up on craft beer? Why would you do such a thing?
1: I'd like it. I'd like it if the Hot. people gave us a tweet. <laughs> I think they could tweet at us. Yeah, t- tweet at
0: us um, and let us know what your favorite craft beer is. Uh, and and if you don't want to make it public, just send us send us a message. Nice. No, it must be there. public. Yeah, you're right. It must be public. <laughs> Mention us, and then you know, you know, retweet and all that shit. Um, all right, that is all. Thank you all for listening. We we'll hope you'll join us again soon. Cheers.